Hello, world. You're listening to The Brunch Breakdown. Welcome back. Oh, we in here. (laughs) This is episode 12? This is episode 12, our first uh, reconvening since the Meteor Brunchy Awards. It's good to be back with you boys. And I can say I am so happy to be back in California, not to be at home, because literally, I just now am getting my voice back from all of the debauchery at home. (laughs) <laughs> like there's been a over two why, weeks you're just getting your voice back yeah like there's a i feel like there's a reason why like everyone lives in different places like me and all my like my friends from home all live in different places us well you two still you know you two live close to each other but you know just saying i'm so happy that i am away because i can't do those things anymore <laughs> i can't live i can't live that that five six days of just nonsense lifestyle i can't do it yeah it's a I'm lot. Old. It's I'm heavy. Old it's, now. it's a tall task. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because we, uh, yeah, Chris and I will brief on a on a, a little weekend we had ourselves in Cleveland this weekend. But slow recovery as you, as you get older, definitely you definitely feel it. Yeah. You definitely feel it. Yeah. <laughs> my voice is still a little <laughs> a little off myself from uh, this weekend. So yeah, the the old recovery it hurts you. It hurts yeah. you good. It hurts so good. Well. We're, oh, uh, we're 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 Dee Dee is uh, over there in California. <laughs> yep. uh, Dan and me. I'm Chris. Uh, we're Chris. over here in Pittsburgh, uh, here for episode twelve, the brunch breakdown. And um, I feel like a lot has happened since we last talked. We've yes. gotten a lot of listener questions as mm-hmm. well. So we have many many things uh, to to run through in this episode. Um, and I would like to say that we'd get to some leftovers, but probably we'll just create more leftovers. As we it do. sure seems like it. We've got a yes. long list of things, so yeah. we'll have to uh, we'll have to try to keep things uh, short to even get through what we need to get through, let alone yeah. what might be left over. So we will effort. Well, <laughs> let's start off with the most current events. Um, Dan and I uh, were in Cleveland this weekend, and that uh, was there was good and bad. Uh, we got to see our friends. Our uh, buddy Ryan had a birthday, and we celebrated that. Um, but we also and, – and, and, Dan, I'll let you describe this because I'd love to hear you paint a picture with your words here. Uh, Ooh, but we, thank you. We experienced um, the ramifications of being in the same city as Donald Trump. Wow. Uh, and it was, it was something. Wow. It was – it was definitely something. Uh, one way that I can describe it is a transportational disaster. Is <laughs> <laughs> the good phrase that I can use based on some of the means of transportation we had to take to get from point A to point B. In particular, when the night closed Saturday night on our way back to our friend Ryan House, who you said we were 
there for uh, there for his birthday, seen some of our other friends up there. And it was like literally any street you turned left or right on was closed. And there's no rhyme or reason of why certain areas were closed. Obviously keeping you away from certain sections where certain people may or may not be staying. But it was just absolutely insane. Like a probably 20 to 20 – probably 25-minute drive back to his house took us 38 minutes. It um, uh, it was insane. I would I would predict that at least 75% of the city uh, you couldn't drive through. Or at least that's what it felt like. It sure felt that way because we had to turn around like <clears throat> five times because the, the driver would go up a street. And then it would be – not just like one way on the street was closed. It would be like straight left and right was closed. So you had to like just <laughs> Yui and just turn around completely. It was like there was one way out of the city. It made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I was falling asleep in the car. It was Oh, rough. my God. Yeah, <laughs> you were head-bobbing hard. Hard. <laughs> so they have the whole city shut down. Well, I mean, and it makes sense they do because they have to have it shut down for security and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Especially with a lot of stuff that's been going on. So, yeah, like – that's so crazy, and I guarantee you this year they're like, why do we have to have this thing in Cleveland? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like there should mm-hmm. be, like, and I feel like this was the Olympics, too, because that's oh, the whole mess and going on in Rio that's, that's going to happen next month. It's like, I feel like there should always be a backup city just in case you get a spectacle like this one. Like, yeah. This, yeah. no one expected this. You know what I mean? When they said, all right, Cleveland is going to be where we're going to have the Republican National Convention, they prob- they thought it was going to be somebody like Ted Cruz. They thought it was going to be just some just boring presidential candidate. That's what they thought. When just they, another when typical they, when they one. Cleveland. Yeah. Just another typical one. No one's going to be like, you know, needing to be there. But instead, you got... The basically the exact opposite of like Obama in 08. Like that's the hysteria that you have. Like you have this like hysteria, this like rock star type thing going on where people just want to be there for good and people want to be there for bad and people just want to see what the hell is actually going to happen. Like you have so many eyeballs and I feel like this is going to be like I'm more excited to check out what happens at the Republican National Convention than I am what happens in, like, the Democratic Convention by far. Like, I find the other one to be so boring. I find this one to be so... Because I don't know what anybody's going to say, and I'm just going to be... I feel like I'm just going to be mind-blown by the things that are said at this thing. (laughs) Like, I just can't wait to watch. Yeah, it's... It's, it's quite a spectacle going on in Cleveland. Uh, I can't even imagine dealing with that on a day-to-day basis. We were there for like 24 hours, and we had had enough. We were like, we got to get out of here. Um, we couldn't even we couldn't even enjoy enjoy a nice brunch on Sunday oh. morning. We couldn't even do that. <laughs> we had to evacuate so, the city. <laughs> we had to get out. <laughs> we had to get out. So that's how serious it was. How serious we were <laughs> scared to get out of there. We I mean we had some wow. other stuff to do, but we couldn't even enjoy a nice brunch. It was a damn shame. Uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting things going on in Cleveland. Not easy to get around <laughs> anywhere, and like nobody knows anything. Like they didn't they didn't announce these plans. Like nobody knew anything about these road closings, anything yeah. <laughs> like that. It was just a mess. The one so like the, the one benefit story. of the whole thing, the one benefit of the whole thing though, was that our um, Uber driver was very in tune with our musical tastes. Yes, and he was. Since it took so long, we basically got to listen to um, views and coloring book like in its entirety <laughs> on our drive home. 
at like a 135 decibel level at that. <laughs> yeah, this as guy well. had, a, he had a Dodge Charger and he had like I don't know whatever premier sound system, oh. and uh, it was yeah yeah we were that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it that's was, amazing. <laughs> it was something. It was a unforgettable Uber drive. I'll tell you that wow. right there. Um, so that's our recap of our uh, Cleveland adventure. In the same weekend as the Republican National Convention. Well, Didi, I feel like you um, had a pretty interesting week this week. Yes, I had a very interesting week. It was busy, but it was, it was fun. I, I, SBs were this week, and I was on the red carpet covering not only that, but I covered the on Tuesday night, the night before the SBs, I covered the Humanitarian Awards, and I cover, and that's like where. They they basically. I still, didn't get, I still didn't get my award for that. What's oh, up, man? Gosh. I didn't get my award for that yet. Well, it, it, shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> person of the year or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. Right. Absolutely terrible. Well, the humanitarian awards is the second year ESPN's done it, and it's basically the the award show like in reverse. It's like the it's like uh, all these famous athletes and people around sports are giving awards to uh, people basically regular everyday heroes. It's kind of with the people who give back. They also give, like, some athlete awards. I think Chris Paul got one um, and a couple other people. But it's mostly, like, a celebration for just everyday heroes, everyday people who give back and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. It's the second year they've done that. And um, I talked to Leila Ali on that carpet, which was pretty cool. And, nice. um, and Stephanie McMahon, Dan, on that, uh, on that carpet, Oh, my God. Cool. Dan's going Dan's to lose it. He's about yeah. to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like, so that was pretty cool talking to them about being role models and like, you know, and, and having that platform to, to give back, you know, having that platform and giving back and the importance of that. So I thought that was cool. But then on Wednesday was the ESPYs and the ESPYs red carpet is the hottest red carpet ever. <laughs> and that, and I mean, I mean that as in like, like physically. With, physically and i mean that actually like just me being sweating my face off as soon as i get down to la live because it's in the (laughs) middle of the day in the middle of july that's the sv's red carpet so it's it starts at two o'clock the red carpet starts at two o'clock it was 89 degrees oh so you are just i'm I'm just drenched in sweat and like we're near like the end of the carpet and so like by the time people get to me a lot of people are like just running by they're like yo it's too hot i gotta go like so many people on the sb's red carpet just freaking they're they're like not there to be they're just like there to run they, they just get they just get out of dodge and go all the way to the end where there's shade but i did get to talk to a ton of people which was um which was really cool got to talk to kyrie irving on the carpet got to talk to the miz from wwe on the carpet which was probably my favorite interview of, yeah. of the day because <laughs> i got to touch the internet the intercontinental championship belt and I hate that's you. my favorite. <laughs> Dan, like, Dan is so pissed right now. <laughs> and that was my favorite belt of all time when I was growing up. Like, I didn't care about the championship belt. I like the white intercontinental championship belt was amazing. And I don't watch wrestling and I didn't know that he had it. So whenever I saw him walking down with it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to talk to the Miz. And he's got the belt that I have always wanted in my life. Like. So that was cool, getting able to, like, because I asked him at the end of the interview, I was like, hey, man, um, can, can I touch it? Like, can I touch the belt? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man, go ahead. And, like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, so I got to talk to him. I felt super short because I got to talk to two uh, Detroit Pistons, uh, Stanley Johnson and Andre Drummond. And they're, like, Stanley Johnson's, like, 6'7". Andre Drummond's, like, 6'10". 
And right. there's a photo. I haven't posted it yet, but like you can see the top of my head and the microphone, but you can't see me. Because <laughs> my social media person Shane uh, shouts to Shane. He was like killing it on the on the carpet and stuff, capturing a bunch of different things. So, um, but he but he had that picture and it's just it's so funny because I just and I talked to him about it and I was like I just feel so short and so that was cool. Richard Sherman talked to him. Um, yeah, just a b- ton of people and it was it was pretty awesome. Sure, and yeah. <laughs> That was cool. Did you tell him that we you tell him we saw him in Vegas a couple of years ago and he forgot to say hello? <laughs> uh, no, I did not tell him that. I wish I could have. He was really quick, so I had to like get it. And, oh, and I talked to Chance the Rapper, of course, which was super cool. Of course, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That, Dude, that was, was like awesome. the coolest thing because I just like because you're on the carpet, you're just being aggressive and you're just yelling for people, and I was like Chance, Chance, and he turned around and then like came over and I was like. This is awesome. And talked to him about coloring book and talked to him about the athletes that like inspire his album and like what he was doing at the ESPYs that night. And um, I don't know. Did you guys see his performance on the ESPYs? Yeah. For no. the Mom Hamadali. Oh my I God. I did. Dude. It's amazing. Like fantastic. There are, it really is. Like the ESPYs were really, really good this year, but that performance yeah. is incredible. Like, and I guess he wrote the song like a week ago. Wow. Wow. No yeah. kidding. It's like original. It's amazing. Like make sure you, you check that out. But yeah, dude, it was, it was crazy, and then I was just then just now I was coming back from Disneyland where I was hosting this event with this band called Forever in Your Mind, and um, yeah, so just a crazy week, Oof. crazy, what, crazy, crazy week. What was the best answer that you got to a question that you asked at the ESPYS? Oh, the best answer to a question that I asked. Oh my gosh. Um, the okay, the Miz gave me. I asked him who he looked up to when he was. A <laughs> Dan's kid. already Dan's already happy that you said the Miz. <laughs> that interview like was so that, that interview was so great because you know, like those guys at WWE, like that's what they do is talk. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Athletes, they talking really isn't their strong suit. Not all of right. them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So with them, it, with him, it was like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, it's not the Miz. The best person I talked to was this kid <laughs> named Colin O'Brien. Colin O'Brien. Dan, I'll tell you after the podcast what The Miz talked to me about, okay? All right, just all right. All well, right. it was Deal. this kid named Colin O'Brien. Because this is the cool thing about the SBs. You have all these people there that do such great things, but you may not know about them, like Paralympians and people like that. Well, this dude named Colin O'Brien, he was he's the fastest to he's he just became the fastest to climb to the summit of Mount Everest. Wow. Oh yeah. And he's the first person to Snapchat at the top of Mount Everest. Ha, that's awesome. And that that's was so like cool. the coolest thing. Cause I mean, I didn't know who this guy was. It was just like beginning of the carpet. That's when you just have like all these people who you really, you know, you don't really don't know that well. And the, his publicist came over and was like, Hey, do you want to talk to Colin O'Brien? I was like, who's Colin O'Brien? And she, <laughs> then she like gave me this little, like little, like this little card of like all the stuff he's done. I was like, Oh yeah, I'll talk to him. Whatever. I might get something cool out of him. And he was, he was my favorite that he gave me my best answer because like, I just didn't know what to expect. Everybody yeah. else, I kind of knew a little bit of what they were about or what they're going to tell me. But that guy, I knew nothing about, and I was like, "What? How did you? How did you think the Snapchat when you get to the top of Mount Everest?" He was like, "Oh, <laughs> he's like, well, the snap is pretty funny." And he he was because he said like he pulls out his phone and he couldn't breathe to talk, so he's just like, oh, oh, yeah. God, "I'm at the top of Mount," <laughs> and like <laughs> he's like, "It looks like he's going to die," but he was just like, "It's." It was amazing, and um, yeah, and he also told me, like, his mom 
um, said said to him once, like, I really wish I wouldn't have told you that you could do anything you wanted to do. And I thought that was pretty funny because he's like, yeah, your parents tell you you can do you can do or be anything you want. And he's like, and my mom said to me, I wish I never told you that. So, yeah. So you know Google what? Colin you know- O'Brien and check like check his whole story out. Like he's it, it's it's fascinating. Like that's that's what he does. All that extreme hiking, extreme biking, all that kind of stuff. And it's it's amazing stuff. You know what I would ask them? I would ask them like, "Who's your who's your phone carrier where you're getting service at the top of Mount Everest?" Because I need to switch my plan. Because if they could claim that stake, you know, cell phone service at the top of Mount Everest, get me on board. Yeah, get me on impressive. board right now, dude. That's so serious, though. Like, I wonder what it is. Like, it, it's probably right? like I bet it's like Boost Mobile, like T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. like, it's probably it's something totally so cricket. random, like Go Phone. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like Go Phone is what he had at the top, and it worked. Like, guaranteed. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, completely agree. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, but the SPs is yeah, but the SPs is just such a crazy carpet. Gabrielle Union, by the way, is possibly the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Like, wow, my god, she walked by, and I didn't know what to like. That was done. Like, did you see Sierra up close? I did. I did. And this is the second year in a row. And you still think that, dude? dude. Oh wow. Dude. Okay. I saw her, dude. Dude. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I was like, this is <laughs> no it was incredible. But Bespies is full of that anyways. Like it's just full of so many just, you know, just ridiculously good looking people and you're just like, this is mm-hmm. yeah. It's cool. Cause last year I was super distracted by it. This year I was ready. I was professional. I was ready to go. Focus. But last in. year vet. last year my boss just kept like hitting me in the shoulder, like, yo, like pay attention. Like you have work to do here. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, I mean, I feel like we had similar weeks. Didi uh, interviewed a guy that climbed Mount Everest, and me and Dan sat in traffic. It's pretty similar, right? <laughs> about the same. Same thing. About the same. Yeah, same you know, thing. Comparable. <laughs> Hashtag lifestyle. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, well, Chris, why don't you uh, why don't you drop that knowledge before we get dig uh, dig deep into the menu here? Oh yeah. <laughs> we have a podcast. Oh, we're, in, that... we're in it a little bit now, but uh, yeah, a little bit. We're now better than ever. We, uh, yeah. we, you are listening to the Chris and Dan podcast. The Brunch Breakdown is part of the Chris and Dan podcast. So uh, if you want to be able to continue to listen to the Brunch Breakdown, get all of our new episodes the minute they're released, you should subscribe to our podcast or follow our podcast wherever it's located. Uh, so head over to either iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. We're on all those platforms now. Everything. Uh, hit, hit subscribe. <laughs> Uh, hit follow and uh, be sure to uh, follow us on there. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Chris and Dan Pod. Uh, we are on Facebook, so give our Facebook page a like. Uh, we're doing cool stuff with video now. Uh, have a lot of fun over there. Um, we're also online at chrisanddanpodcast.com. Um, your esteemed panel uh, is also on Twitter. Uh, starting off with Steel City Dan Twenty Two. That is where Dan is on Twitter. Uh, Didi is on Twitter at Didi is bored. And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Um, that is the promo. And now I hand over the reins to the one, the only Steel City, uh, because Ooh. he is the waiter. Is that, is that that should be your name? That should be your name oh, on this podcast. The waiter. Because you take us. No, you take us through the menu every or, week, man. Oh, dude. Or are you the hostess? I feel like Dan's more of a hostess. <laughs> I'm the hostess with the hostess. <laughs> I don't even care if that's a feminine term. It's uh, it's what we're gonna go with. Oh. Host versus hostess. I'll be your hostess with the mostest. 
Steel City Dan 22. Yeah, let's walk through the menu. Let's talk about today's specials. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of topical things. A lot of things going on. But one that has been on the minds of everyone in this country, seemingly, and a hot topic, hot debatable topic, was something that was actually uh, brought up by one of our listeners. But, gentlemen, we need to talk about Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to... We need to talk about this subject because of how it's taking over the country. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, it's literally people of all ages. I was at a concert. I was at uh, a concert on Thursday night, and there was a diverse audience of people there, different ages, and there was a couple in their 40s playing Pokemon Go, Go between sets right in front of me. And I'm like, what the hell is this world coming to? Like, what is going on? Um, well, tell us, Dan. I would you, love to you, hear. Are you part of the faction that likes it, or are you part of the faction that dislikes it? Here's here's my stance. Okay. I never got into Pokemon when it was, you know, out when we were younger. You know, it was a big fad then. Uh, so it's hard for me to get into it now. Uh, Pikachu just kind of bugs me a little bit. Just kind of annoys me. <laughs> okay. Kind of like just seems like a little bitch. <laughs> um, so I've never really been a fan. And I get what it does. I, I, I get that there's positive things about it. Like for kids, it gets kids out and moving because you have to like actually walk around and go and find these things. So that's a good thing. But for me, for a uh, 30-year-old man with like a job and like a life, like I don't have time for that shit. So I'm out. I'm out. It has its perks. It's just not for me. Gentlemen, I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, Diddy, I, are you playing? No, I'm, I'm not playing. I haven't even looked at it or anything. But, like, with Dan, like, I miss the... You know, it's not that... It, this isn't the reason why I haven't downloaded the game. Because I just don't really play games at all. But, like, with the Pokemon thing, like, that was... Like, my cousins who are, like, probably, like, four years younger than me, I remember them loving Pokemon. And I missed right. that wave. Like, I don't know if that was late middle school or whenever the hell that was for me. I just was like, I, ne- I never was like, this is something I want to pay attention to. Like, at that point, like, girls were growing things, and I was like, I'm Pikachu. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, so I didn't pay attention to Pokemon. Uh, the thing that annoys me the most about Pokemon oh. Go is, now, like, for the last week, you can't go anywhere with, I, could, I can't go anywhere with anyone without them not like they they don't pay attention to you so like with my friends in like either the office or like we went to a concert on the beach this past week and like they're like everyone's just like looking for pokemon everyone's their face down looking at pokemon siobhan comes in the house on i think monday or something i can't remember and she just goes hey you want to go for a walk and i'm like no because you want to go catch pokemon and then (laughs) she then she leaves the house for 20 minutes 20 minutes and doesn't come back. She's like, oh, I caught so many. Oh. And then she was trying to plot ways to, to break into the Warner Brothers lot because apparently there's a ton over there. Oh, that's a oh hot my spot. Gosh. Yeah, I am, I am. I mean, it's like there are other things that, you know, there are worse things that can distract people, whatever. If that's people find happy, that's cool. I know I find things that make me happy that people don't. So that's fine. But right. nah, I'm not with it. I don't hate it, though. I'm not going to be one of those people that put up a bunch of memes saying it's terrible. Like, I mean, right. I feel like we all play fantasy football, so that's really that's stupid. True. And I don't even like it. <laughs> I play it. So 
<laughs> right. What are they, aren't these like these like hot spots where there's like a bunch of them? Are they calling them like Pokemon gyms or something okay, like that? Yeah. So <laughs> what is that? The, okay. I, so I'm like fifty fifty on this thing. I'm with you guys. I didn't play Pokemon when I was little. I think I had one uh, video game that I played, and, and but well, I like never even played it. Um, <clears throat> but one of the cool things about it is like it's a free app. But there are now businesses, like from a marketing standpoint, there are now mm-hmm. businesses paying money to become yeah. Pokemon hotspots. So, like, coffee shops are getting all kinds of business now because people want to go there and catch Pokemon. So they go there and buy a coffee and sit there and catch Pokemon for, like, an hour. Like, yeah. from a marketing standpoint, that's genius. It was great. It is. Because I saw McDonald's is doing something. I didn't really read the thing. I just know, like, I saw a headline saying McDonald's is partnering with Pokemon Go. Mm. So like, make America fat again. There's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll you'll burn calories walking there, and then you'll gain them right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I I do like the like getting kids up and active thing. One thing about it though, uh, that so like I work on a college campus, and like I notice on a daily basis, like before this even happened, that like we as humans are losing um, our self awareness like for like space because people are always texting on their phones but now yeah. like mm-hmm. on campus i can't walk in a straight line to get anywhere because there's there's students everywhere on, on their phones looking at their phone walking down the sidewalk not paying attention to like oh do i have the cross signal is there somebody right in front of me like it's yeah. crazy so uh i don't like that i do like kids getting active um I do like the marketing aspect of it, but yeah, I, I, I have not played it. Though we got one listener question that said, "What Pokemon have you caught so far?" And I can tell that uh, to all together, the brunch breakdown has caught zero, 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 and it'll probably remain that way. I didn't think anime was like again. We were, I think, a little too old for it, but like it seemed stupid to me. It was like this is just just like a flat cartoon where things are weir- mo- you know in weird and they, motions and like everybody talk. has that like everybody has that shocked face where their eyes are real big and their big open mouth and it's like I know that <laughs> listeners can't hear that but you guys can see it you know exactly what I'm talking about um, just a lot of kaboom and kazam and it's just I don't know I never really got into it but I think yeah we were a little too old for it at the time and I feel the same way now but clearly it's uh, of all ages based yeah. on uh, what I've witnessed and you're right Chris it's like people are so heads down into the phone there's definitely positives and negatives that go with it so i wonder how how long do you think this this is gonna last yeah great question because i think this app got too big too fast and i think in like two weeks no one's gonna play it anymore you really think it'll be two weeks like i think it's gonna be quick where where it dies off it's gonna be one of those just like flash in the pan Mm -hmm. fads you gotta make it's like because if because i know the basis of the game because i mean if you unless you live under a rock you have you know what i mean but I feel like yeah. if you're if, – I don't know. The way the game is, it's like, okay, you catch things, and then, like, what else? So I feel <laughs> like once you how, – how long can you just walk around and, like, catch the same things or right. do the same thing? So I don't – you know what I mean? And I do know other Gotta people are already over it. Like, they've been like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this game already. You know what I mean? Like, it was fun for a week. I'm out. It does so. make me wonder, though, if, like, video game – makers that like had popular games from when we were younger look at this and they see it and like they'll probably see this pokemon go thing come 
and go pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they'll look at like the game that they made way back in the day and, and see this experience and then think, well, how can we make an app, but like make it better than this one? So I want, the one thing I do wonder is like, if this is going to snowball and we're going to see like a bunch of other types of like old video games come back as apps now. Well, once you think about it, like with, um, when you think about it with the way the marketing aspect, how you were talking, once yeah. you can actually make, you can make people physically go into a store that's how you know it's coming. It's it something else yeah. is going to happen. Like yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be Pokemon. I don't know if it's gonna be Super Mario Brothers. I don't know what it is, but it's gonna keep happening. Because if you can find something that can literally put you in a store, <laughs> like, like I mean, come on, like that's that's genius right there. So yeah, yeah I just don't. I, I'm with you. I think it's gonna be a flash in the pan, but I think there's gonna be a lot more games like this. Yeah, I think I give it maybe another month. I think, and especially with you know as summer winds down with a lot of, you know, kids that are playing it, they're actually going to have to go back to school and all that, you know, it kind of starts to fade that way. But we're seeing, like, the revealing this past week of the uh, mini original Super Nintendo, the NES system, coming oh, out yeah. at the end of the year. Fiance has already asked for that for Christmas. It's going to be on my list. It's going to be on my list. Um, so, again, it's just seeing that whole retro stuff. It comes with a it, – it's got an HDMI connection to it yeah man um and it's like at a reasonable price so yeah you see it comes preloaded with 30 games no cartridges uh the retro stuff's making a comeback but yeah once you if you put the modern day spin on it with the technology in today you know who knows what the next thing is going to be i remember when like the fads when we were in school were like yo-yos you might do you remember when that was like <laughs> a big thing it Dude, was like oh look at me i'm watching just, the dough yeah, yeah, just in us talking about yo -yo. this i i feel so old because we talk keep we were like talking about yeah. like kids these days and like games that are 20 years old i feel extremely old right now yeah pogs still got your pogs dude pogs were legit like and it's about, like little think about telling little, a kid that right now like, oh, what, what were Pogs? Uh, they were little circles of cardboard uh, <laughs> that had cool designs we on them. We were entertained for like, hours. We're not that old. We're not that old, and that was cool. Yeah. And now it's like, nope. Everything is, uh, you're walking around, you're, it's all, you, you know, uh, it's going to be virtual reality and all this crazy shit. And we were playing with Pogs and yo-yos, and it was like a yo-yo comeback. Remember, yeah. it's not like the original yo-yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like oh, the yo-yo yeah. comeback. Like, dude, check out the spin, man. Yeah. Um, like, I remember my wild. dad showing me yo-yo tricks at one point when I was growing up because <laughs> I wanted to know how to yo-yo. Like, yo-yo yeah. came back. Just unbelievable how, how things have changed and what's going to happen in the next 15 years. What the hell are we going to be fatting uh, then? So, Fatting? <laughs> Pokemon Go. Oh just to start. Just to start. I just but, thought uh, about something that I don't even want to say because I'm afraid that someone's going to take it. Well, now you have to say it. Mail TM, it to yourself. TM. Like, literally think of it. TM. TM. I'm actually going to mail this to myself in the morning. Mail it to yourself tomorrow, um, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm mailing this to myself in the morning. Like, a Pogs game like Pokemon Go could probably work. It could. And then you're trading with other people and however you, that – remember how that worked? You could literally put anything on them. You could just, like, meet a random person on a street corner and throw down Pog style. Yeah, like, somehow with your like phone, like, like use like that shaking technology shit or whatever yeah. the hell. Like TM. Pog Tinder. Like Pog Tinder. Dude. Tinder. Think about Tog. that. Pog. Bumble, Bumble Pog. Bumble, Bumble Pog. TM. <laughs> TM. <laughs> Dude, this could work with Pogs and man. Yeah, this, this girl's got a bang and slammer. Let me tell you, I'm going to need that slammer. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, think about that. Could you imagine, like, because think about it. I remember having a, 
I remember having pogs with like I think Pamela Anderson was on it, or maybe like Carmen Electra or something like that. And that makes me feel really old because yeah. there's probably some kid listening to this podcast like, who the hell is Carmen Electra? <laughs> <laughs> what the I'm hell like, are they talking about? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. Like, now I'm thinking like, you know, like everybody would have like like really cool looking pogs that you would want to win, right? Yeah. And like yep. cool slammers and stuff like that. Like you could use like the geography based technology of Pokemon Go to like, you know, walk around and fu- like discover like new pogs, like get uh-huh. like some badass slammer like by walking down the street and like yeah. picking it up. Yeah. It's endless. Like you literally can put anything on it. Like anything you want on that thing. You know? I like it. Like it's not like cuz Pokemon ends when you like when they run out of stupid characters to make up. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you could be like, "All right, got to go find a, you know, this hidden Troy Palomalu pog and people in pittsburgh will lose their mind right yeah you know what i mean or you can you can name it you can put literally anything you want on that thing and like i don't know i feel like that could work and i really hate I like that it. i said that out loud just to yeah. just to recap am i remembering this correctly da- that dan called pikachu a little bitch yes i did can that <laughs> can that be the episode title of, the, of this <laughs> brunch breakdown oh, 12 pikachu little bitch uh, I'm going to write it down right now. Yeah, write that down, because that could work. That could work. I'll make it happen. Oh, I'll make it happen. All right, um, <laughs> let's... Uh, I don't know if I want to tweet um, that, but I, like, want it to be that. Right. Yeah. We'll discuss. We'll That's discuss. the thing. I don't know if I can put that up, but I really do wish I could. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, good topic. Good topic, boys. Had uh, some couple of good things there. Uh, Mr. Daniel Dudley, I'm going to throw it back to the West Coast. Uh, for today's specials on your end, what do you like on the menu right now? All right, well, um, let's talk about the tragic stuff because um, we can't not talk about it because it's literally – it's every day I feel like now. First you had the two shootings in Baton Rouge and Minnesota. Then you had the cops in Dallas. You know, Now you have what's going over there, going on in Nice – uh, in Paris, then Baton Rouge again this morning. I think it was this morning or last night. So it's just, there's too much, dude. Like, I don't, it's, it's like every single day I wake up, I, I don't, not even turn on the TV. You get on your phone and it's like, there's some hashtag everybody's using like every single mm-hmm. day. And I'm just like, at some point it has to stop. And then you go on like, Facebook is literally the worst place on earth. No joke. The yeah, worst place on <laughs> on earth because it is the place where people don't have conversations they just put things up and they just want to be angry at each other all the time right like that's not good because that's what we're all on and that's what like you have almost you have like a whole generation of people who communicate that way now and it's like a lot of things could be the world could be a lot peaceful if we just talked to each other it's like i almost want phones to go away for like two weeks and then we can figure out the world i don't know yeah, that, that really doesn't doesn't help with all the, the stuff where people almost, you know, give too much of an opinion and it doesn't yeah, you're right, they're not they're not talking. They're not they're not I guess the more important part of that is listening. You know, they're just worried about what they have to say and then somebody has to comment on that. You almost they almost you almost wonder or like, are you putting that up just to get a rise out of people to see how many comments you can get and see how far it can go? Um but it's it's insane. Like I don't know what the safest what's the safest place in the world right now. Um uh, <laughs> Like British Columbia, Canada, up in Canada, probably pretty safe up there right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's 
it's it's crazy what's what's happening and you're right it's almost like every day like for for me i i'm not somebody who watches the news every day i feel like there's way too much like negative energy that comes from the news there's not a whole lot of positive stuff that comes from a daily news broadcast unless it's like a slow news day and they have like a cool story about like mr rogers's old house or something like that i don't know (laughs) um so typically i don't watch the news i you know I'll, i'll run through headlines every once in a while and if something that is really important to me or like has a close connection to me based on location wherever it is you know then i'll follow up on it but i just can't handle all the negative news stuff especially when it's stuff that you know i try not to let you know affect my world unless it really does but this is unavoidable and it and it does it's like everywhere and it's every single day there's there's something else and it's just kind of hard to believe that we're in this time in this society and we're almost, we're make, we're going backwards it's like it's uh you know in, in in reverse of what we should be doing so i don't know it's again like it's you don't know when this is going to stop either. I know we joked about like yeah. the Pokemon thing, like how quickly that fades. This doesn't clearly look like it's fading. No. Yeah, um, it sucks because we. I mean, we are, we already mentioned we went to Cleveland this weekend, and the Republican National Convention is in Cleveland, and <clears throat> I had coworkers legitimately worried about me traveling to Cleveland because. You know, because of the scene that's going to be in Cleveland, they were worried mm-hmm. about me going there for my safety. And, like, I even had a moment on Saturday where we were out with our friends at a bar, and there was, like, this stage, and we were all up there having a good time. We were standing up there. And I had a moment where I stopped, and I thought, you know, like, at any moment, somebody could, could walk in here and and do whatever they wanted to all these people. And it's like, it just sucks that that has to run through your mind. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, at, at, at any point in my life before the last, what year, year and a half, two years, I really didn't think that that stuff was ever, you know, legitimately possible or something I legitimately need needed to be concerned about. And like, yeah, you have to live your life, but like that type of stuff pops in my head now, uh, all the time. And, um, it's just, it's ridiculous that it, you know we're we're in a I don't know man I don't even know how to put words to it. It, it. I think Didi said it well that you know you wake up every day and there's something new on social media that and it happened today we were riding home in the car and uh, Dan and I did two episodes from the car and before we started recording I pulled up Twitter to see if there was any new news on the on the the Pittsburgh Penguins like you know who cares it's hockey. And I see that there's uh, another shooting in Baton Rouge, and they're you know mowing down police officers, and it's just like I don't know, it's happening too often, and uh, I think mm-hmm. it has everyone on edge at a time where we really need to like Didi keeps saying on on social media all the time we need to have a, a conversation, and we're not having it. And what you guys were talking about to start this topic off, all I could think of is like you know talking about Facebook and like wanting to have a conversation with people. I feel like we don't have conversations. I feel like we shout at each other and you don't get anything out of shouting at each other because like Dan said, if you're shouting, you're not listening and listening is the most important thing that you probably need to be doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's really a, it's really a disconcerting time to, to be alive right now, which sucks. Yeah. It's, it's just the whole conversation thing. Like I just keep saying it. Cause it's like, 
you want the conversation to start because obviously like it's just not it's just in the world we live in the way we communicate it just doesn't happen because you don't have to listen to anybody mm. like literally all three of us could be on social media and never listen to a thing we said we just say what we want and and just find the things that we agree with and then that's it that's all we mm-hmm. ever have to read hear see anything you don't have to listen to other people's opinions anymore right like right. and that that freaks me out because when you have all of these things on you know have you have all these hashtags which it's that all these hashtags it's like black lives matter or blue lives matter or this lives matter and you're just like okay so it's really easy to not ignore somebody by literally saying i don't understand what's going on so if someone says black lives matter and you're like i don't get why you're saying that can you explain it to me that's it that's all you have to do like that's all you have to do you're like okay you say blue lives matter like when you drive into vegas there's a huge blue lives matter banner has no explanation just as blue lives matter and it's like okay can you tell me why you feel this way or why you feel that way and that's it that's all you have to do and then a conversation starts but instead it just turns into somebody sees black lives matter on something and they're like oh well that means you're against cops that means you're against everybody no that's not what it means it's just a faction of people who feel like their lives don't matter as much as somebody else's and you're like okay so how can we make this change but instead that's not how it is you just have people including the person that's running for president just trying to keep everything separate and it's and yeah. that's and that's the problem. That's why if we had conversations with with each other, I feel like things would be so much better. But instead, we just yell. That's it. We just yell. Yeah, it's true. Did you did either of you see the town hall that President Obama did on the other night on Thursday night? I didn't get a chance to catch it. I was interested to see if it was actually going to be, you know, influential in any way to like other people or if like anything good came out of it did either you catch that no. i dvr'd it i haven't watched it yet because it was on thursday night it was i wasn't home i didn't watch it yet but hopefully it was yeah. good hopefully it started yeah something you know because yeah it can at least give other people ideas yeah. of having like you said those conversations maybe if you know yeah. they're giving it in an audience form like that maybe other people can talk about it in a similar fashion yeah yeah unfortunately though you know i feel like like it even comes down to like just the, the general way that the country is run and you have two political parties, right? And if one political party says something, the other political party automatically, you know, takes the stance of, well, we don't believe in that. We believe in something else because it was said by the other guys. And I feel yeah. like it's like that is like ingrained in people now where it's like if you say something and I didn't think of it, I'm probably going to decide to be offended by it. And, and that's what yeah, makes it right. so hard to get the conversation going. So, like, you have a town hall, and I feel like it's with all the right intentions. But because it's our president and he's a Democrat, there's going to be, you know, this, this whole other faction of people that just decide they don't like it because of, you know, one little thing. And they decide they need to be offended. And I don't know. It's just... It makes me wonder if we'll ever get to the point where we can have the conversation. You know what I mean? And people actually right. listen to each other. I don't know. We're going to implode if we don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. our country isn't going to be as great as it, you know, as, as great as it wants, as great as it is. And it is great. Like, people keep saying racial divide. And I'm like, I find that to be so overblown. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like there's 
dis I don't know. I feel like there are disagreements in stuff, but I don't feel like we're racially divided. I feel like we're more racially diverse than we've ever been. I you know, race relations are better than they've ever been in this country. I mean, look back freaking 30 years or 40 years. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's, right. that's un- no, it's that that's not it, but there are certain things and I think it, you know, starts with a lot of people who are stuck in their ways or taught a certain way to think and i feel like that is that's not so much with people under a certain age than it is with people over a certain age yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point like the word divide i i feel like it's more like racial insensitivity like i feel like we're not yeah we, we don't like you know try to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and and think about like what somebody else's life might be like compared to what our own life is like you know what i mean like so there's just like a lack of like recognition of certain things then there is like people just being completely divided yeah just a lot of assumptions i think being made too with the whole thing without actually anybody to making an effort to like you said talk and like learn about what the other side of it might be instead of just assuming all of one thing almost kind of like the political party thing that you said chris like just because maybe somebody disagrees with you on one topic don't assume that they disagree with you on every other topic that you know is is important in in you know in political races and things like that you can't just assume that if somebody votes one way you vote the other way that you're gonna diff you're gonna be different on every single issue doesn't work that way so it kind of reflects that same way yeah and at the same time like and if somebody does have a differing opinion like that's okay Mm-hmm. Like Dee Dee yeah. likes the Browns and we're best friends. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. <laughs> right. Like it can be for things as simple as that. But you know, like there are sports fans where like, like, like I mean, we're you know, Dee Dee's a West Virginia fan. We're Pitt fans. You know what I mean? But like some mm-hmm. people will not talk to those people. They'll say terrible yeah. things about you know what I mean? But it's like people can disagree. I mean, we all have friends that uh, you know have completely different religious beliefs. You know, but that's okay. Like, you believe mm-hmm. in something, and that's fine. You're passionate about it. Cool. Like, what can we relate on? And then, okay, have a conversation. I don't know. It, it should yeah. be so simple, but it seems to be so hard. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hang out with people who all think the exact same way about me other than, like, going out and partying. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> right. literally it. Like, I don't – because how boring would your life be if everybody you hung out with thought the exact same way right. about every freaking thing? And Mm -hmm. that's just what's so scary. I know I said this before, but that's what's scary about the social media world we live in, where you can literally just see and hear what you want, and you never have to hear anything different. And if you do, you can just get mad at it, and that is, like, deemed okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just keep reinforcing what, you know, your opinion is without opening yourself up to anything else. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, definitely – tough and heavy topic to discuss but you know can't really can't really shouldn't really avoid it uh no based on what's happening every single day well we can't uh, say that we want to have a conversation and then just gloss over it not not yeah. have a conversation you know right that's True. not really cool yeah exactly yeah. exactly i feel like the moral um, is just just we got to talk to people we got to talk to each other that's it yeah. mm-hmm. everyone's got to talk mm-hmm. exactly like, if you don't get something say something like don't just sit there and be like i don't understand it so i hate it be like, I don't understand it. I want to know about it. Right. That's right. It. Right. It's that simple. It's that freaking simple. <laughs> simple people. Come on now. Yeah. You can't get a laugh out of this episode. Hopefully you can get something out of that. But I thought 
Pikachu's a bitch was pretty funny too. So, um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's shift gears. Chris Gates, you're up next on the on the docket in terms of uh, picking an item from the menu. What uh, what tickles your fancy today? Well, guys, I got a couple. Um, yeah, I'll ask you a question because I did get some listener questions oh, for this. Yeah, episode. get to those. <clears throat> um, okay, uh, this one is pretty. Um, Pretty good timing. Uh, our buddy Matt at MDP222PSU uh, tweets us and says, how long would you uh, – let's see. How long would you stay at an MLB or NHL uh, game or playoff game since they could go on tied forever? Where or when do you draw the line? Now, that's a great question um, yeah. because the Pirates just had a baseball game today <laughs> yeah. that went – it started at one thirty. And I believe it ended at 7.45. The Pirates were down to the final strike, up one nothing in the ninth inning, mm-hmm. gave up a home run, and Tight. it went 18 innings. No like, way. how long are you willing to sit through a game? Dude, here's the thing. Those are two, like, in my world, in my head, those two scenarios are so different. Because, mm-hmm. like, an NHL playoff game, I'm there for the duration. Yeah, I'm there. Like, I'm there until they ask me to come out on the ice. Like, that's that's kind of my dream is, like, for them to get down so many bodies, so many injuries, and they have to start picking people out of, out of the audience that they think look like they can skate. Like, that's <laughs> that's my dream. So, I'm, I'm there for NHL playoffs and overtime. I'm there for it. It might not be great hockey because that's the one – that's the one problem with that. Like, after you get to, like, you know, you get to, like, the second overtime and come on, man. Like, you're yeah. not getting good mm-hmm. hockey at that point. Yeah. But – Major League Baseball game, I will leave whenever my friends tell me to leave. Like, I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm gone. Like, and I will be – the thing is, I will be the one telling you guys to leave. Like, if – dude, I got to go. Like, no, I'm not staying there for 18 innings, dude. No way. No way. Yeah. You couldn't – no, no. I'm out of there. I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, even on a Sunday afternoon, uh-huh. you know, where you're not burning up your entire evening and going into the midnight hours, I don't think I – there's no way I could last a game that long, a baseball game that long you know i think i could maybe go i don't know 12 innings something like that maybe an extra hour on top of typical you know baseball is already a little bit slow to watch live as it is maybe you tag out another hour on top of it i could handle but after that it'd be tough unless you know you're down to a divisional race and you're getting towards playoff time something like that uh or if it's like fireworks night and you can't leave before oh, fireworks. That's brutal, uh, right? Yeah, that's it's not brutal. Fair. I didn't even think about that. I, right? How has like that those... never happened? Like, do the Zambellis fix games or something? Like, how does that <laughs> how does that never happen? There's fireworks for every single pirate anything, and that's never happened. Like, I don't. I, yeah. Like, I've they, been they to probably. A, they a probably bring in the nights. corked bats after uh, twelve innings, and then they get, <laughs> right. get the thing. Yeah, honestly. Um, because yeah, they have they do so many fireworks night now. They do those those like post game concert series uh-huh. and stuff like that. You know how has that never been so delayed off of one of those games? You figure it's <laughs> it's got to happen. But yeah, I'm with you with the NHL with you know with a playoff game that can last forever. I'm there the whole way. I'm there the next day. I'm there as long <laughs> as it takes because you know that's and that's the beauty about about hockey being sudden death. You know baseball the game this they could score fifteen runs. Or uh, not fifteen. That's not. That's an odd number. That's actually no good. Fourteen runs in extra innings and constantly be tied, uh, on yeah. and on and on. So there's no. You can't do sudden death in baseball. Unfortunately, um, it's something that I think we, Chris, we, you and I talked about 
in our early one of our early baseball episodes about how to change the extra inning uh, scenario in baseball because it can go on forever and doing like a home run derby or something <laughs> something different uh, doing like a city celebrity softball game and like who who can you get you got an hour go um and like this is how we're gonna end it <laughs> and just coming up with something because the extra inning scenario doesn't work yeah, it's way too boring it, baseball isn't getting you know getting more viewers for extra inning games you're not like oh shit this game's in the 14th it's like no get this game out of here but like for the nhl uh when they're in, in vegas used to advertise for the nh for overtime on Vegas because they said like some like the tagline was something like uh you know it's always you know Vegas is always open it's you know it's always overtime in Vegas or something like that so then you could get like text alerts sent to your phone when a game was going to go into <laughs> overtime so you could you want to watch that because of the excitement there baseball is lacking that give me a give me a celebrity softball game instead I'll tune in for that for the for the <laughs> to determine the winner of the game yeah, my idea for, for solving the Major League Baseball problem is start taking away fielders. Like after 12 innings, oh, that's right. that's take a good away one, yeah. an infielder. So then you only that's... have three infielders and three outfielders. And just keep doing it. Just keep taking players away every inning until you freaking end the game. And here's the thing. It's not that's a really foolish good. of an idea because, like, you start to see position players pitching right, it's when ridiculous. games get that long. Yeah. You know, fortunately for the Pirates and the Nationals are both off on Monday, so they could have really burned through their bullpens, which they did before they start getting into starting pitchers. But then you start to see position players pitching, and it gets ridiculous. So your idea makes much more sense, even though some people might be like, oh, the integrity of the game. It's like, why don't my freaking left fielder pitching, yeah. okay, with the game on the yeah. line? So it makes more sense than that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you guys, though. Regular season baseball, I, I don't even – I come from a background where I don't even show up to the game to like, the fourth inning. So, because I tail yeah. them. So, exactly. Um, so I'm not staying very long at a regular season game. Um, but for like hockey playoffs and probably baseball playoffs too, I would probably stay um, because I don't know. I mean, there's just it, it means something. Whereas like 162 baseball games a year, uh, it's it's just not worth it. No, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I'm not. exactly, there's, exactly. There's, there's no way. Good listener question. That is a good, good question. That was really good. Um, yeah, this was the other one, man. Yeah, the other one is uh, we um, talked about Pokemon. So we're going to go back in time again here. Um, now, I'm going to come right out and say that I don't have any familiarity with this show, so I'm going to need your guys' help. Um, Classy Doug Galassi at D Galassi uh, checks in and asks, uh, in honor of the new movie, rank the original Power Rangers. Uh, black, red, pink, yellow, blue, and green. Do you have a ranking wow. or a top a top three, perhaps? I never watched Power Rangers growing up. Wow. Is there a reason? I don't think so. I just, just okay. never watched it. I loved Power Rangers. I was a huge yeah. fan growing yeah. up. They had that uh, movie that they did, uh, the Power Rangers movie. Everything. Uh, huge, huge fan. Now, interesting where he you said black, ye- black, red, pink, yellow, blue, green. That was the list you were given, Chris? In the no, white in was no the order. Best, he was just, just giving us honest. the choices. Yeah. Okay, because then, as we all know, green became white. I did not know that. Green Ranger became the white Ranger. Yeah. Um, the white Ranger was Tommy, was so, right? That, con- that, that, that uniform was so sick. And, <laughs> and 
Uh, this might lead to the other another topic we might have if we get to. But yeah, you're right. It was um, the guy that played the green slash white ranger ends up becoming an MMA fighter and challenged yeah nice. and and challenged CM Punk to his first. Uh, he wanted to be the first opponent for his first UFC fight, which of course he hasn't had yet. Is actually uh, coming up in he's in de- debuting in Cleveland uh, in the next. Two months, I think. It's with UFC 203 coming up. I think it's 203. Uh, but anyways, when he first made the announcement that he was going from professional wrestling to, M- to MMA, the Green Ranger came out of nowhere and challenged him online to his first fight. And, of course, he, like, shook him off and, like, took it, you know, didn't take it very seriously because I don't think the guy is, like, actually – he's not signed with UFC or anything like that. He's just kind of a bum trying to get uh, his name back out in the spotlight. Anywho – um, Dan has a lot of background information. Yeah, that was a lot of background <laughs> I information. I was not ready for that at all. I do. Um, so you want the top three. We're going to go top three. I think that's fair. Sarek fair. Um, <laughs> tough, tough, tough. All right. Well, no, yeah, number one's got to be the Green Ranger slash White Ranger. Um, you know, he was a little arrogant at some points, but, I mean, <laughs> he's the leader. He came in and saved the day. You got to love it. And you're right. That uh, – that uniform was badass. Yeah. That whatever that diamond thing was in the middle there, strong stuff. Strong stuff. Um, so I go green number one. Uh, to the Blue Ranger was a big fan of the Blue Ranger before Green Aver came along. He was really he was really, really the leader. He was really the guy. I can't remember his name because um, we didn't. This was not a topic we discussed. I like it. It's it's fresh. It's organic. This is the real deal. Uh, big fan of the Blue dome. Ranger. <laughs> uh, three. Uh, this is tough. But at the same time, it's extremely easy. The Pink Ranger, she's gorgeous. Uh, one of my first crutch, uh, crushes as a young as a young fella. And uh, Pink Ranger, number three, um, for that reason and that reason alone. So, Dee what do you have him at? Yeah, Pink Ranger number one. Um, absolutely, Whoa. Pink Ranger number. Ranger, she was so hot. Like the Pink Ranger was so hot. Like that's all I remember when I was a kid. Um, I actually think I don't know which. Ranger Becky G is playing in the new movie, but she is playing one of them. I don't know. Is she one. really? Yeah, she's one of the Power Rangers. I just don't know which one she's playing. Because I don't know if they've released any of that stuff, but she's playing one of them. So if you're a Becky G fan, like me, who's worked for Radio Disney for what seems like forever, I'm a <laughs> Becky G fan. So yeah. there's that. Um, uh, so definitely the Pink Ranger for sure. Then the Green Ranger, because I didn't like the Green Ranger until he became the White Ranger. So. I'll go with the Green okay. Ranger. I'll go with the Green Ranger there, and then I'll go with the Blue Ranger. I'll go with that. Solid picks. Yeah. Solid picks. I'll go with that. Uh, great question. question. Great Thanks, question. Classy. Yeah, classy. Stay in the class lane. Um, Power Rangers. Big, big fans. Big, big fans. Um, okay. Well, that's a. Uh, that was that was that's the listener questions you have there, Chris. Well, we got Is that another right? we got one, to... but I think we need to take some more time because I want to give a thoughtful answer to it. So maybe we'll do it next okay. episode. Uh, we got the question from uh, where is it? Anthony at TW Sports Seven uh, asks us what the top three movies filmed in Pittsburgh are, uh, and um, we, we even gotten some people chiming in with uh, movies like. Sudden death and striking distance, but uh, yeah, I'd like to table that and and have us give yeah. uh, lo- you know yes. some thoughtful answers. Yeah. Okay, I that's like that. That's a chef special. Like that's that. off the menu. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a yeah. chef special. Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll a get good... to that. We gotta make sure we do that next week, though. Like well, two weeks from now, 
because that's a good, good topic of debate. Yeah, I want to. I definitely want to think about that one. Okay. Yeah. That's a good that's one. Pretty good. Um, while we're uh, recording here, I got a text from my friend Trevor Noah uh, of the Daily Show, and uh, <laughs> referring to you can laugh all you want, and because you, you can look it up because he said this. Uh, I'm jumping back real quick because he heard our he heard our discussion about the traffic events and the protesting and things like that, and something that he said was. You can now protest in your underwear, which goes against everything that protesting should be about. Because instead of going up, getting out, and saying, I stand for this, I can sit in my underwear and comment on social media from, like, my bedroom. Um, so that's something. No, that's honestly something that he said. I have the text right here um, from our good buddy Trevor Noah. Yeah, you might have heard if of him. If you're texting him, um, why has he never come on the show? I know. Seriously. Why can't you call him up and get him on? We're efforting. We're efforting <laughs> with schedules. And it's, he's a very, very busy man. Um, and you know, the accent doesn't always pick up on the Skype too well. So we're just trying to think, figure, figure some out things logistically, uh, but we'll get them on. We'll get them on. Uh, but let's go to the next topic. And it's my favorite one that we do every single episode. Yes. What are we listening to now? Um, uh, who wants to start it off? I'm not going to do it. It's going to be one of you two. Didi. I'll start it off. Here we go. All right. What we're listening to, cause I actually wrote this down. This, I actually wrote some down this week. Um, so what I'm listening to this week, uh, Blink-182, that song Rabbit Hole is been on repeat constantly. Nice. Off the new album, I love, 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 like, I really like that song. Like, and I really like the album too. Like, I, I understand what you were saying last week about it, but like, I really like that album a lot. Um, just cause it just, it sounds like Blink and that's kind of what I think I wanted. So that's why it sounds good. But um, for me, and also, I, I, I found out about this, damn it, I don't have it written down. I thought I did. All right, anyways, um, I found out that this song called River by Bishop Briggs, Bishop dude. Briggs. That's dude, it. Dude, if you Bishop would just Briggs. listen to me, I put, her on, I put her on this freaking playlist Whoa. months ago, no, and you, you didn't. didn't freaking listen to me Wait, when I serious? was talking about her. You're joking. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Yes. Oh my god, I feel awful then, because Bishop Briggs River is. I heard that thing on Alt Nation. Uh, and I was just going through serious because I was like, nope, don't want to listen to this. This is what we came for. Nope, don't want to listen. to Can't stop the feeling. Nope, don't want to listen to this. And I go to Alt Nation. I was like, whoa, who is this song? Is um, dude, it's it's it pretty incredible. Like it is. Wow. Like talk about a voice. Like I was just. I'm blown away. Like if you, she's fantastic. Because it's like yeah. I don't even want to say too much because I don't want to like you know just upsell it too much. But it's just you just got to listen to it. Yeah, it'll be on the playlist. Is... Which again, it'll be on the playlist. Yeah, um, yeah. She she first came out. Her, her original name Incredible. was uh, Bishop. I when I I think when I put yeah. her on it was she was still going by Bishop, but then somebody else has that name, so she now goes by her full name, Bishop Briggs. Um, Wild Horses is a really good song and River, a really good song of hers. So yeah, check her out. And then last one, um, is a song by a girl named Lizzo. She's a, she's a rapper Her and she's got a song called Good As Hell. And that song is like, every girl who listens to this podcast is going to love the song. And I feel like all three of us will love the song because I feel like it's just, you know, something we would do. It speaks but to good us. As okay. Hell, but Good As Hell by okay. Lizzo. Uh, Bishop Briggs, River, and then Rabbit Hole, Blink-182. Those are my, my three jams this week. Solid. Solid stuff. Chris Gates, what do you have? Well, you guys know that I like to listen to albums, so um, <clears throat> and you also know <laughs> that I like to listen to music that was more popular a 
about 10, 15 years ago. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, people still listen to jazz, Chris. It's okay. Oh, we listened to jazz on the way home from <laughs> Cleveland today. It was great. Yeah. Slaw was, was like, dri- uh, Slaw was driving. Yeah, yeah. Well, his new nickname is Coleman Slosky. Coleman Slosky. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So. We'll explain later. Yeah. Add that to the other 50 nicknames that he has. <laughs> okay. But uh, I have been listening to a lot of Seaway this week, a band out of Canada. Um, they're pretty good, as Dan likes. They're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> they released an album in 2013 called Hoser, and it is just really, really fantastic. That's when I discovered their music was with the Hoser album. Since then, they've put out an EP called All in My Head. And then in 2015, they put out their second uh, album called Colorblind. Um, But I've been listening to Hoser specifically, and they have basically their first single. um, The song that kind of started, like jump-started their popularity is a song called Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. And uh, it is really, really good. If you like fun uh, party scenes... In your music videos, go look up Sabrina the Teenage Bitch, uh, the uh, music video from Seaway. It is probably my favorite music video uh, to watch because it gets me in a happy mood. So, uh, yeah, just been kind of going back through um, their their albums because uh, they're one of my favorite bands. And this has been the first, I guess, two-week stretch in a long time where there hasn't been... Uh, an album release that I've been super geeked about. So it was a good time to kind of, uh, you know, listen to some of that okay. music I haven't listened to in a while. Nice. All right. Solid. Solid stuff. Solid nice. stuff. Big fan of the albums. Chris Gates, big fan of the albums. It's pretty good. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. It's, uh, pretty good. I've got uh, a handful for you this week because uh, we went a little light because of the mid-year brunchies last week. So I've got I've got a couple extra ones for you to keep it saucy. Um <laughs> Where, where to start? Where to start? A uh, band called Pop Etc. Um, formerly from San Francisco, uh, now living in... What'd you say? It's a terrible name for a band, by the way. Why? Pop Etc. Yeah. It's a terrible name. So do they say... Okay. So is it spelled Pop, comma, ETC? Is that how they do it? It's, it it's, there's no comma, but yeah, Pop ETC. It's just dumb. I don't, it, I don't know. What to, I, don't, I don't tell you. It's um, a band Dan likes. You should expect that the name is done. Yeah, right. This is true. Um, this is true. But uh, yeah, now uh, now from Brooklyn, uh, uh, indie rock group, uh, really really good. Still kind of up and coming. Their new single that's been out uh, over the last uh, two weeks or so called Vice, uh, hitting the airwaves. Um, that's really really good. I like it from them. They got kind of a, a bit of a unique sound to them. So uh, pop, etc. Uh, vice from them this week uh mike snow which is actually a three-man group it's not an individual named mike um had their uh album's been out for a little while i believe but uh the single that's coming off of it now what's the problem chris (laughs) this band name is mike snow and it's three people it's what you know what's gonna make you even more mad none of them are named mike snow are they it's spelled with it's two spelled, eyes, isn't it? It's spelled with two oh eyes. It's M I I K E. Make it stop. Make I can't, it stop. man. I can't do it. He does it on purpose now, Chris. He does no, it on I purpose don't. now. He starts out with Pop, etc. and Mike Snow. Mike <laughs> None of which are Snow. named Mike Snow. 
God. So Mike Snow, my trigger is the newest single that's yeah, uh, out week. right now. Uh, good catchy, a really good catchy sound to, uh, to it. I think it could be one of those like car commercial uh, songs that you hear over and over again. But uh, really good stuff from from them that's hitting the airways recently. Um, let's see what else. Something brand spanking new. Dee, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. Uh, Jocelyn Alice feels right. Uh, song that came out really, really good. Uh, vocalist has some good lyrics in there as well. Really, uh, a, a real true up and comer. She's out of Canada. Um, her song "Feels Right" came out this week. I think her debut EP is coming out later this year as well. Nice. Um, so check check that one out. That'll be on the playlist. Definitely worth uh, keeping your eye on her. Um, another one that I that really kind of surprised me is the collaboration between Haley Steinfeld, Zed, and Gray and their song called Starving. Yeah, that song's um, good. That song's, yeah, that song's really, really good um, as it works towards the completion of that, of, of her album, but um, her LP. So I'm, I'm excited when I heard that song. She's, it's going to be phenomenal. And that song, Starving, is really, really good. Uh, maybe in the runner-up category for Song of the Summer in like that uh, area right now. I think Kent Jones still holds the number one uh, championship for that right now, as Very we strong. agreed agreed last week. So, uh, starving from them. And uh, my last one for you this week is one of my favorite bands on the planet. They are back after taking a couple of years hiatus. <laughs> Skunk Eleven, yeah. <laughs> uh, group Love is back. They're finally back. Um, their brand new single debuted this week with the music video called Welcome to Your Life. Um, it is exactly how Group Love has always sounded. They haven't changed a thing, and I freaking love it. Uh, their album is coming out later. It's coming out in September. Their album called Big Mess um, come out September 9th. So I'm super, super excited for that, but was even more excited to at least get the, that little bit of new music from them. Uh, they're doing some uh, touring and festival work right now. So Group Love back. Uh, if you haven't heard of Group Love, you probably have heard of Group Love. You just don't realize it. They were on a lot of uh, Apple commercials back in the day where like uh, iPod Color was like a thing. <laughs> and I think their song Colors uh, might have been one on there. Um, so it, you'll recognize maybe some of their sound a little bit. So they're back. Group Love for you rounds it out for me this week. And what we're listening to... <laughs> Well, here's something that you will be listening to, all right? All right. Jason Derulo has oh boy. A, is putting out a greatest hits album, right? It's called JD's Platinum Hits, all right? Here, just understand this. First of all- I have all, no idea why Jason Derulo is putting out a greatest hits album, but yeah, when you exactly. hear this track list, you will be like, oh my God, this is the best collection of songs ever, maybe. Here we go. Want to Want Me. Talk dirty, mm -hmm. wiggle, okay. trumpets, what you say, okay. riding solo, it girl, in my head. Is that the whole list? Then there's like three new songs that are on there. Like, oh, okay. Screw those. Um, I mean, you're right. Dude, it's a fantastic are, list. We've talked it's about phenomenal. this. We, you think you don't like Jason Derulo until phenomenal. you look at his music and you're like, holy hell, I like every song that he's ever written. <laughs> right, because you're like, like, who is arrogant enough to put out a greatest hits album when you've been on the scene for a couple of minutes? But then you look at that list and you're like, 
Oh damn. Yeah. Uh, you're I might like, have to get oh, that. I've been I've been, you know, going out partying to his music since like two thousand seven. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like phenomenal. Like that is a phenomenal t- t- track listing right there. Like I can't wait to just to put that on and just just go. Like that's it. <laughs> like it's just it's an unbelievable track list. It's just so crazy. Like we talk about this a lot, but like my God, like shouts to Jason Derulo for I don't even know if I've ever seen Jason Derulo perform live, but good lord, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. This tour, <laughs> it doesn't matter. His songs just go to like number one all the time. I don't know. It's unbelievable stuff. Like, but yeah. Respect, respect. If you can pull it off, that's a that's a solid yeah. career. Yeah, just, that's a solid career. Yeah. Uh, speaking of solid career, speaking of uh, speaking of solid careers, we're gonna blow through uh, some of these uh, okay. topical ones quickly here. We got to wrap things up. Uh, Tim Duncan retired. One of the goats. Uh, and probably, you know, undervalued player by uh, some in, in, in many eyes just because he's not very flashy. Um, but, uh, Didi, you mentioned on here, speaking of retired players, Kobe's <laughs> having another kid. Um, and the timing worked out pretty interesting where he dropped 63 months ago, and now the baby is being announced, which is usually around that uh, period once you know everything's uh, good and good and heartbeating and all that. Coincidence? coincidence maybe that's, or did that night just get i mean and maybe it wasn't that night because thing. i mean couldn't have been that night kobe was let's assume it, it is that night let's i'm gonna say it is that night it's because that just adds to the legend of kobe bryant dropping 60 in his last game and then gets his wife pregnant in t- two hours later that's it that just Mama. adds to the legend of kobe bryant that's what kobe bryant did he's he's the goat like he's the best player of all time michael jordan didn't do that you know <laughs> and Michael Jordan didn't do that. I know after he played whatever his final game was with the Wizards, like, I know for a fact he didn't go get his wife pregnant after that. So, mm-hmm. I bet you he finished both the same way with saying, Mamba out. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Dude, that's genius. Mamba. Yes. He said, yes. Absolutely. Well, wow. he just whispers in, whispers in her ear, Mamba out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the legend. Kobe. Kobe. The legend. God, that's amazing. Um, it's the best. All right, boys, as we're getting ready to wrap up, through, uh, wrap up things here, anything else we want to uh, get in quickly uh, before, we, uh, before we call it a menu and call it a day? Not all at once. I, I can like not. Did it, I can just encourage people to subscribe to the podcast. Really, yeah. there we go. Um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. You can follow the podcast over there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Chris and Dan Pod. Like our Facebook page. Go to our website, Chris and Dan Podcast dot com. Uh, Dan is on Twitter at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. Didi's on Twitter at Didi is bored. I'm on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Um, as always, fun time, boys. Uh, yeah. A little bit of fun, a little bit of substance, and uh, yeah. that's what you like to get from uh, from your good. brunch, you know? Thanks. It's a well-balanced I mean, meal. That's the thing about the brunch breakdown, you know? We are funny, you know, but sometimes you got to get serious, yeah. you know? And shout out to you guys, and shout out to all the people listening. Yeah, so appreciate fun. our listeners from, again, all over the world, all over the country. Um, shouts out to Atlanta, whoever's rocking down in Atlanta. Sweden <laughs> still rocking it strong. Canada. Big fans, big fans, so appreciate all the listeners everywhere. 
Love the it. UK, Istanbul, man. what up? The UK. Yeah, UK. The UK is our most, uh, aside from the United States, our most uh, li- listening to us region. <laughs> I don't know what. The well, if they can, if they can make it happen, we we'll do a live brunch. <laughs> we'll do a live brunch breakdown with tea and crumpets one day Dude. from England. How do you like that? I like it. Let's go. Make Let's find the market. Do a live show. Let's go. I'm don't saying, matter where I'm going. So I'm Let's saying. just do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, We will reconvene in two weeks to to do it once again. Uh, But until then, reservation for three, and we'll see you at the table.